0: year. Okay. It's 2024.
1: Um by the time someone's listening to this maybe.
0: Yes. 2024, which is like a power of 2, which is great. Uh oh, what weird are you doing? But more importantly, it's like a leap year. Is it? And it's uh, Summer Olympics year. Ooh, yay. Somewhere. And it's a.
1: What do you mean, somewhere?
0: I don't know where they're holding the Olympics this year. The world. Yeah. And presidential election year, which is going to be lots of fun. And maybe most important of all, this is the year that we catch up to current Marvel movies. Okay. Yay! (laughs) Fanfare!
1: I love you. Listen, hopefully by the time 2024 rolls around, actually, and not, you know, in the future when someone's listening to this, I will feel better, and then I can pretend to have fanfare
0: with you. You gotta have fanfare now.
1: But I don't feel
0: like fanfare. (laughs) I don't have a a (laughs) noisemaker. Au contraire. (laughs) Are you saying I am a noisemaker? Yes. (laughs) It's rude.
1: You asked for it. (laughs) We gotta get through this without coughing and gagging or laughing.
0: Yeah, that's not happening.
1: Oh. I'm. I don't know if I'm ready for this.
0: You know who else is a noisemaker? What? You. You made the noise that is our theme music.
1: Oh, okay. Is that what we're going with for an opener? Sure, why not?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Everything's made up and the points don't matter.
1: I thought you were supposed to be, like, making up special things for yeah
0: well if I were clever that would happen in a world
1: <laughs> you know that sort of
0: thing yeah well I stopped being that clever about a year and a half ago I know I told you when you started it it was a bad idea well now our three listeners are hooked and they don't care how clever I am
1: oh uh, no I don't think so
0: <laughs> No.
1: I keep telling you, we're just doing this for us. Yes. We're I'm Jay. Screaming out into the void. My name is Stacy.
0: And this is Marvel Movie Night.
1: looking really cute today. Thank you. You took a shower this morning and did it up.
0: Yeah, I used some of your conditioner because uh, mine didn't
1: Yeah, see that's that's all the difference in the world. Your hair's feathering and it's all cute around your ears. You look adorable. Yeah that's well quit pulling on it like that. You're gonna ruin it. It's getting in my way. Well you gotta No, oh, you ruined it. It's over.
0: <laughs> okay, so this week for Marvel Movie Night, we surprisingly watched a movie. We watched 2019's Spider Man Far From Home. Spider Man, Spider Man. <laughs> Written by Chris McKenna.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And directed by John Watts.
1: Don't know who either of those people are.
0: And starring.
1: Oh, sugar. Uh, we have Samuel L. Jackson, Colby Smulders, Jake Dillon J.B. Smoove I hate saying his name. Uh, the guy from Freaks and Geeks. Martin Starr. Yeah. Um, also from have, a Hulk movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tony Revolori. Um, who I kept thinking. I know we've seen him in something else more recently, but the thing that was clicking in my head was he was the dorky prince in Willow, the Willow TV show. Yeah. He's playing Flash, but still comes off as dorky. It doesn't quite work for me. He's not like... Isn't that character supposed to be like
0: a jock? He's a super jock. Dickweed. Yeah, but he also ends up going to Dom, so you got a kind of...
1: No, he doesn't, because that's not the era we're in. Okay, so then we've got Tom Holland, Marissa Tomei, John Favreau, Jacob Batalon, who's my favorite character. Uh... I'm not sure how to pronounce her name, but I think it's Anguri Rice from Mayor town. Um And then we have Zendaya. And I went down a small rabbit hole because I'd never heard her last name before. It turns out that her whole stage name is just Zendaya because she thought it sounded cool. Like Cher. Sure.
0: If you can pull off a single name, go for it.
1: Yeah, well, I'm not letting her. Her last name's Coleman. Zendaya Coleman. Those two names do not go together. (laughs) Okay. And then also, I have a... Oh, holy shit. It's that guy. Besides J.K. Simmons. Sorry. I forgot J.K. Uh, Peter Billingsley. Played William Riva in the movie. Uh, whose name never got said, I don't think, so you won't know who it is, but he is motherfucking Ralphie from A Christmas Story. Awesome. It's the only Christmas movie besides that one with Arnold Schwarzenegger that I've ever actually
0: seen. And the one with Bruce Willis. And the one with uh, Macaulay Culkin. That's not a Christmas movie. Those are Christmas movies.
1: Okay, well, Die Hard is a Christmas movie.
0: Yes, and so is Home Alone.
1: Home Alone isn't a Christmas movie. Oh, yes it is. It happens during Christmas, but...
0: Both it and its sequel are Christmas movies. There's there's no argument.
1: There is an argument.
0: But there's no valid argument.
1: It's about a family that hates their kids so much they forget them at home.
0: Yeah, on Christmas.
1: It's not on Christmas. It's before Christmas. <laughs> anyway... The only movie that's about Christmas that I've ever seen. (laughs) A Christmas story. Actually, I think they made me watch, uh, I think I saw Rudolph once, about half of it, before my dad came in and said, you weren't supposed to come to school today, because Christmas bullshit. Okay. I remember very vaguely, really bad claymation.
0: Uh, I mean, it it wasn't bad claymation for the time.
1: I would argue claymation, equal sign, bad.
0: Now you're knocking the California raisins? That's the first place you went?
1: <laughs> I don't even know you knew what the California raisins were. Oh, fuck.
0: I am a well-rounded, bastard.
1: Name Four one more claymation
0: movies. of useless knowledge.
1: Name one more claymation thing.
0: No, I don't have to.
1: Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> there, now you have another one.
0: All right, my love. Yeah. What did they spend on this movie?
1: Oh shit. Uh, they spent two hundred and one and a half million dollars.
0: We're gonna have to watch more movies, cause you're way off.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm just joking. They spent 160.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say 170. Oh well. Uh,
0: they made 92 opening weekend. Ouch. They grossed 390 domestic and 1.1 billion worldwide.
1: Hmm. You guess the movie had to go a long way from home to
0: get some money. It didn't open. <laughs> It didn't open at number one, but it did spend two weeks there.
1: Okay. What, what beat it out for number one in its opening weekend?
0: Toy Story 4.
1: Oh, well, fuck yeah. Duh. Yeah. Fuck a Spider-Man. I'm not Woody.
0: Uh, other movies you might have seen at the time, Rocket Man. Ooh, yes. Midsommar.
1: Okay, don't say it that way. You're going to give me flashbacks. <laughs> that movie Freaked my freak. I hated every second of it. And I don't know why we made ourselves watch it all the way. I I guess I, I kept expecting something to make sense.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Fuck that shit.
0: Like that mother movie. Like we kept waiting for the point. <laughs>
1: you know, yeah. even uh, even Jennifer Lawrence says she had no idea what the fuck that movie was about. <laughs>
0: uh, you could have also seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: No, we never watched that one.
0: Nope. Uh, But this was unseated by the live action, feel the air quotes, Mm -hmm. remake of The Lion King.
1: Okay, we need to talk to them about what live action means. Yeah. Because it was computer, wasn't that movie completely?
0: It was all animals. And and they sure as hell didn't have any lions actually acting. So. I don't know why they didn't do it like the Broadway play. Have you ever seen the Broadway?
1: Oh, Amazing. Yeah, the most spectacular thing, if they had just recorded the Broadway play. Yeah. Like they did with um shit. Uh the the race bending history. Hamilton. Like, Hamilton, goddamn. Yeah. If they had just done that I would have been. I would have actually watched it because no. I didn't watch this.
0: Some of these live action Disney movies were great. Oh, no. Beauty and the Beast was amazing. And Pinocchio does well live action. I. What do you mean? They did a live action Pinocchio.
1: Jonathan, you talking about the nine hundred year old Jonathan Taylor Thomas
0: movie? Like no, nobody no, no. knows recently. Something?
1: No, they did not. Yes, they did. Oh, what?
0: Even the live action no, Dumbo made a little bit of this. sense. But Lion King has no human beings, so doing a live-action Lion King is upsetting. Pinocchio? Yeah, I want to say it was like 2017. We'll pause while you... Union 2? Oh, was it O2? I thought it was more recent than that.
1: Hey, you mean the one with Roberto Benigni?
0: I don't know. I didn't watch it. I just said it like lended itself to being a live-action movie. It made sense. Oh,
1: was that what you said? Because that's not what I heard. That was a million years ago. Our daughter was two when that came out.
0: I thought they did a number year recently. Wh- whatever. Anyway.
1: Not whatever. There's Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Martin Lando. That's how old that is. Yeah, you're going to have to.
0: Yeah. They did one in 2022. Where? It's just called Pinocchio 2022. It, had, it was done by Robert Zemeckis It had Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Tom Hanks in it.
1: Hold on. Um, that looks like claymation to me.
0: Well, Pinocchio was animated, but everybody else was live action. All of the humans were live action. And when Pinocchio becomes a real boy, they make him live action, too.
1: Okay, well, now I want to make you watch this so you can see your own. Okay. (laughs) I don't... That doesn't...
0: No, it's not like I like Pinocchio. That was not the point.
1: I understand. Okay. The point being that The Lion King doesn't have humans in it. And you can't get. Oh my god, that is Tom Hanks as Geppetto. That's so strange. Yeah, no, it's The Lion King was not live action. They can't call it live action. I don't give a shit. You cannot capitalize on a thing that's popular when that's not what it
0: is. Yes. Good. Fully agree. Alright. Speaking of popular things, Uh was this movie popular in your heart?
1: I mean, yeah, I liked it. You know what's getting boring? What's that, my love? Is the movies just being mid... They're not, like, spectacular and great and wonderful, but they're not absolutely abhorrent, so I got nothing to say. Oh, okay. Because it's... I mean, it's... a. It's a decent movie. I enjoyed watching it, but it had no substance.
0: You're insane. There There's was lots with, of substance.
1: There, no, I mean actual substance. There's nothing to talk about.
0: I got plenty to talk about.
1: Yeah, yeah. because what you're going to do is do a rundown of the whole movie. That doesn't count as things to talk about. It's no, the stuff that are, happened.
0: There are themes and ideas and concepts and emotional
1: what? moments. Themes and ideas. They didn't even make the great responsibility joke.
0: They didn't need to.
1: Tell that to the other six movies that did it.
0: (laughs) They did get a good running gag in there that uh, we carried with us for quite a while. What's that? Oh. Oh, yes. Peter Tingle. The Peter Tingles.
1: I mean, it's a dick joke. (laughs) It's a a pee-pee joke. So... Yeah, of course that's going to stick. <laughs> that that does not make substance. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, it's another jealous bad guy movie. Sure. It's Could they possibly delve into psychology a little bit further than the second chapter of the psych, abnormal psych book?
0: Well, I argue that they did a little bit. Mm. Because uh, they spent a lot of time making you miss tony. They did? Yes. Iron Man was as much a character in this movie as Mysterio was.
1: I mean, but it none of it made me miss him. Now, his his after-death joke was pretty good. Yes. But But the- I so I still got his humor in the movie, so I didn't miss him. They had murals of them, and yes, they were working way too hard, and it got annoying.
0: They they were really pushing the and and I think like everybody's obsessed with bring Iron Man back, bring Iron Man back. Uh, the the internet is awash with Marvel sucks without Iron Man, and I think part of that is because they did such a good job. No, telling you right now. That the world needs Iron Man.
1: No. No, that's not what it is.
0: Not at all. I think in part it is.
1: I I completely disagree with you. I think what it is, is you got left with Spider-Man, who's a teenage boy. And these dude bros cannot... Um, they can't empathize with a nerdy teenage boy because high school's the peak of their entire lives. <laughs> so they don't get it. They're not like you, where high school is a stepping stone to better things. Like Peter. Yeah. The the whole Jay as a teenage boy reading Spider-Man daydreaming about becoming a hero. Like they don't have that.
0: I mean this movie did alright. They didn't boycott this one. Um
1: no, no that's not what I mean. But, I'm just saying that yeah. they've you they've been told that the Donald Trump-esque character is no more, and you can't have him back. Yeah. And they're pissed off.
0: Well.
1: The guy that, see, because Tony Stark is basically Batman. He was just a, some dude. He has no powers. I mean, he's smart, but all these guys think they're smart, too. Yeah. Like, they think they could jump in an airplane and, like, land it with no training. Um. And apparently make friends with a fucking bear in the woods. Goddamn weirdos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Also, uh, all he had was money. So, if you too win the lottery, you can be Iron Man, and that's why that he's the one that they all relate to. Because he's a he's a, a dickweed, womanizing asshole until the right woman uh, starts bossing him around. I mean, do you, do you see the theme developing no, here? This is fair. Um, um, so they want him back so that they can have a character they can empathize with because white men don't know how to empathize with anything but what they think is a picture of themselves.
0: Yeah. Okay. I I, I read more into it, but that's okay.
1: Oh, I thought that my reading into it was pretty in-depth there.
0: <laughs> All right. So um, let's type
1: Oh, sure. I'm excited.
0: We open on a statue outside of a city that I can't pronounce in Mexico, Um, and I I was not pronouncing that. Come on.
1: (laughs) I I am not laughing at you at all.
0: So we've got Nick Fury and uh, Agent Hill, Maria Hill. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. They finally told us her first name. They're going to this town because there was a cyclone that people said had a face that has trashed it.
1: Yeah. Well, what I think is funny uh, is that um, Nick Fury is here because people said the cyclone had a face, and he's like, let's see what's up. And Agent Hill is like, what the fuck are we doing here?
0: Yeah.
1: This is stupid. People were high. And it's weird to see her not, like, right on his tail
0: on his team yeah do we don't normally see her backing him up no matter what she usually has his back. she also once again called him nick
1: oh my god let it go
0: no i will not let it go i'm going to continue to point it out because later on this becomes a major major point
1: if he had said in that movie only Hill calls me Nick. It would have added more weight to the relationship than they wanted it to have. Okay. I don't know why she calls him Nick. He's her boss. Yeah. He shouldn't, she shouldn't be calling him Nick. It makes me wonder if there's not more to that story.
0: There's definitely not. How do you know? Because I know things from the future.
1: Well, then, buddy, explain why she calls him Nick, and she's literally... The only person that calls him Nick.
0: Well, as we learn from the after credit scene, do we want to go ahead and spoil that? you probably watched the movie.
1: Probably. I'm guessing they watched it in twenty nineteen.
0: The these two aren't Nick and Maria. These are scrolls.
1: Oh yeah. So what are you fussing for?
0: Because she called him Nick before she blipped out and it pissed me off.
1: Well, okay, but do you you get though?
0: That this is actually showing us that these are scrolls, yes.
1: Yeah. Maybe her calling him Nick should have been your first clue something was wrong. Maybe. Except you were so busy squealing about she called him Nick that I wasn't paying attention and I was more worried about the fact that Nick wasn't being himself and was completely out of character the entire movie and it was starting to annoy me because I feel like at this point I've got a decent grasp yeah. of uh, of Nick's set of morals and how he would behave and the things that he would indeed
0: find important. They were both kind of off the entire movie
1: Look, they did an amazing job of being the characters without being the characters and that to me is that is a sign of a really good actor. yeah we're like okay you're you but you're not you yeah but nobody's supposed to know you're not you until the very end.
0: So you got to be kind of you
1: you youish yes be youish just just come to work drunk it'll be okay be be a little bit more of a dick yeah yeah amazing yeah it i mean because i couldn't remember i didn't remember the after credit scene at all it was it was completely immaterial to me so it didn't get it didn't stick in my head yeah so I'm um, the whole movie going why is he talking to him like that yeah. like nick i even said out loud at one point nick fury would not Ever not respect Peter's uh, commitment to what he's doing. Um, also, like you can't just abandon your class. People are going to get in trouble if you just abandon your class.
0: Yeah, yeah. There
1: was there was a lot of not Nick Fury behavior that the, was it was driving me bonkers. The
0: real Nick Fury would be more involved in the espionage part of a secret identity.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. And also, because of Peter's age, yeah. he does have to think about other things. Like, the people that are around him need to be safe. And if everybody knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, nobody at his school is going to be safe. Yeah. His family won't be safe. Like, it's a whole thing. Um, yeah, it bugged me. And all for naught, because I was right. It wasn't Nick Fury the whole yeah. fucking time. But-, but I love... That Nick Fury, you can't possibly take a day off, Jay. (laughs) Jeremiah can't take a day off. Oh, oh, work said today's a day off, so I don't need to do anything. And you jump and answer the phone anytime it even, like, hints at vibrating. But Nick Fury can take a fucking vacation. (laughs) And I need you to learn from this man.
0: (laughs) Hanging up the phone and shit. Find me a shapeshifter to fill my, my, uh, my... Void. Just pretend like
1: all the people who have the same job as you, who've been working in this job longer than you, know what they're doing, and they don't need you <laughs> every second of every day, sir.
0: <laughs> so, uh, the squirrels posing as Fury and Hill, which I'm just going to go ahead and call them. Can we just call them that? For-
1: let's, well, let's just call them Fury and Hill. Yeah. Because... It'll get confusing, and that's too much to say 9,000 times.
0: Yeah. Or maybe we'll call him Nick and Maria the whole movie. Sure. I like that. That works. Uh, anyway, so Nick and Maria meet Mysterio in this town, and he tells them that there's, there's trouble brewing. Well, yeah. Then we cut to a very touching immemorial. Was it touching? I was being a little sarcastic. How
1: many times did they show Tony Stark's face? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> like. And that other guy and that other guy.
0: I gotta hand it to whoever crafted that though. Yeah. Because you know that they're like good at their job, but they had to dial it. They had to like get in the mind of being a high schooler to make it at high school level.
1: I. I think it probably wasn't that far off for them. I'm guessing that the kind of people that work on these kinds of movies have that life experience to draw from.
0: Including the Getty image watermark on one of the... The stolen image,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: amazing. Um, yeah. Um- <laughs> so we get a little bit of Insider's view about... What they're now calling the blip instead of the snap. Because
1: no, the blip was them coming back.
0: Yes. Well, they're they're calling the time they were gone the blip.
1: Oh, is that what they meant? Yeah. That's not how I understood that. I The snap was them leaving and the blip was them coming back. Is That's how I understood okay. it. Sure. I'm, I'm, they didn't I'm, like lay it all out, but no. that's what I was assuming because there's I'm, already a name for it.
0: I'm taking the whole thing for the people who were gone. As people who were blipped. They blipped out and back. Yeah, like snapped better. Yeah, sure. No, they blipped back. Sure. I don't know why. I don't, whatever. But we get some insider view on that from the kids.
1: I I am really glad that that they touched on it as much as they did. I really think it should have been more of a focus. It feels like five whole years of this universe have gone on and it should be dwelled on a little bit more.
0: Uh, we're going to get more of it.
1: It should yeah, that event should be a character in every movie from now on because how do you it affects
0: everything. everything.
1: Yes. And yes. the you know the people that died because of it or in the process of it um
0: who don't get to come back.
1: Yeah, they there should be more I don't know it just feels like it should be more yeah it should be more present like like 9-11 was present in everything we did for like 10-15 years for
0: the next few movies going forward that aren't back in time like the Black Widow movies back in time so for the movies going forward in time and the tv shows we are going to touch on this more and more except for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. apparently except for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is is over soon anyway Um, but we, we get, I'm going to mix in some, some stuff from later on in the movie, but we get May talking about there was a person living in what used to be her house when she came back and how confusing that was.
1: Was that May saying that? Yeah. You sure? Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, and we see, we see,
1: can you imagine like That's another reason why it should be such a big deal because, like, think of all of the individual stories. Yeah. Like that. Like, what do you, what is literally half of everybody do?
0: We see part of the marching band appear on the basketball court in the middle of a game.
1: Which is ridiculous because we would never be in the middle of the basketball court. Sure. I I mean, unless it had been the football field and they built a new school in five years.
0: That that poor teacher talks about how his wife pretended to have been snapped away. Dear God, can you imagine? <laughs>
1: how did he find out? How did he find out that she wasn't snapped?
0: Well, when everybody came back. <laughs> oh, she probably just popped. No. When everybody came back and she didn't reappear where she had been snapped away from, it became pretty obvious that she wasn't snapped.
1: Yeah. But why would she come back? He knew the whole story. So if like, fuck, I'd just be, Nope. <laughs> I'd stay away and pretend like something else must've happened. I don't know. Oh yeah. So he, he didn't see her snap. So he don't know where she popped up from or where she should have popped back into. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, he would never have known.
0: But I mean, and, and then you've got the, the age difference between the kids. Like, uh, Flash is pretending to be five years older so he can he can drink on the plane.
1: I just really and wish that one of Spider Man's friends had
0: gotten had older. Gotten older? Yeah.
1: I don't. I mean, they could have aged. Um. Oh, what's his name? Ned. Yeah. They could have aged Ned.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um. They wouldn't want to do it to Zendaya because then they wouldn't be able to have the romance thing going on. Sure. But how devastating would it have been? If um, Zendaya was five years older and she couldn't technically date him anymore. Yeah. And she'd already moved on. uh, And she still could have been a part of the movie because he's, like, not letting her go or whatever. Or Ned is, like, five years older and has to go to work and stuff. He can't just be the guy in the chair.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it is, like, his entire circle got got snapped. Yeah. It's terribly convenient. It is a to little. To
1: include his enemy, though, so it's not that convenient. <laughs> I mean, because Flash, they're not as enemies as the Tom Holland. Not Tom Holland. Fucking. What's his name? The Amazing Spider-Man. Garfield. Garfield. They're, it's not the same level of animosity. Yeah. Am I thinking the right? No. It might have been the first Peterman. Which one? Of, it was the of
0: first one, because Mary Jane. Uh, yeah. Kind of dated him for a little while.
1: Yeah, there were other more contentious yeah. relationships. So this one's not the most contentious.
0: No. He's really just a dick. Flash Thompson's gimmick has always been that he hates Peter Parker and treats him like shit, but he's like Spider-Man's biggest fan.
1: Yeah, that's that's always going to be my favorite. Yeah. Like, oh, Spider-Man's the most magical, uh, biggest hero, best person ever in the world. Oh, hi, dickweed.
0: Yeah. Yeah um yeah so i don't even oh yeah so this we get all of that and all of that runs through the movie and i think that helps make give this movie a little more weight like we're starting to see how the world experienced this now people came together and and took each other's took homes that had been abandoned and the world was actually, like, Thanos was actually a little bit right. The world was able to come together and prosper a little bit while half well, of the world was gone. Yeah. That's the problem. And then... Every, because, all it, like, everybody spread
1: out and got comfortable, and then they had to squish back again. Can you imagine how miserable that would be?
0: Yeah. Everybody comes back in. Like, think about... Think about like the, the CEO of Microsoft got snapped away. Now he ain't getting his job back. Right. He comes back and now you've got two CEOs. No, you don't. Who's who's in charge?
1: I am. Fight to the death. <laughs> for five years? Yeah, he's not getting his job back. Yeah. No. Do you know how... Okay, that's a bad example because for real, this is an easy argument. Do you know how much technology changes in five years? Sure. That dude's lost he is as obsolete as a fucking mac 2
0: but then what does he do with this one does he get a pension Does like what what does he do uh
1: well you know that's a good question if i were the board of that company i think i'd feel about a million dollars sad for him <laughs> and that's about it
0: i mean the whole world is is dealing with this and yeah there's not
1: a ma- uh, all the uh like whatever insurance money got paid out everybody's fucked that's I- that and that's the major problem here that's the one thing i want to talk about about this movie is the real world consequences of everybody coming back yeah because them leaving Oh, super sad. Like you know, your husband's gone. That sucks. Yeah. However, we now can make we can grow the same amount of food, and nobody has to go hungry. Um, we can spread out and have elbow room in cities, and um, you know.
0: How many people got remarried, had kids with their new spouse?
1: I cannot imagine. It's five years. I mean, well, other people are not me. I just don't know how. Like, lots of people who were not married to the right person in the first place, sure. Uh, but people who were married to the right people, they're still waiting. There's, there are a lot of people out there that are like, the Avengers are going to figure it out because they lost some of their own people, too. And this isn't over until people quit trying to figure it out. And that's where I would be for the rest of it forever. Um But I mean if your first husband blips back. Well, if your first husband blips black, then
0: who back, are you married then, to?
1: Uh your first husband, because uh now technically um you're married to two people legally.
0: Um, does does your two year old then become a bastard?
1: No, because technically you were married when that – allegedly you were technically married when – technically it was a legal marriage then. But, you know, the the whole title of bastard means literally nothing these days, right? Fair enough. I mean, just accept that people called you that and it hurt your feelings, but, like (laughs) – I mean, it, like, literally means nothing – when people call someone a bastard, they don't even think about the fact that what you're saying is your mom wasn't married when she gave birth to you. <laughs> it's really not an insult. No one cares. Like, they don't even have any laws about bastards not being able to, like, inherit things. Yeah. So,
0: whatever. It is what it is. Um. Excuse- but all of this is happening in the background. And we see vignettes and and emotional bits yeah happening around the the action and i, I really like that uh, and there's much more of this to explore like i said as we we keep going forward Yeah,
1: if these were real movies and they had a whole movie about like the consequence i would be so interested in not a superhero movie but like a uh like a lifetime type of movie where the whole movie is just them dealing with the consequences. Like I would love the fuck out of a movie that started with random people. La la la. Washing the dishes, doing dinner, blah, blah, blah. Spouse pops back. And then, and then that story, I want that story right there from the beginning to the end. As a matter of fact, make me love them. Is blip them out. Like show me the whole thing. There's so much emotional impact that could happen. That could be such a huge. Oh, yeah. That's that's how you would get uh, new fans to the uh, the Marvel universe. Do like the This Is Us kind of show. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh yeah. Like um the people that wrote uh Agents of Shield just do some This Is Us or a Million Little Pieces. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd watch a shit out of that, and I would love to sit back and watch all of the all of the Swifties get into that and ruin Marvel for the dude bros too. <laughs> what did Taylor say? Something and Brad's and Chad's.
0: Brad's, Chad's, and Dad's.
1: Yeah, just let's just ruin it by loving it, <laughs> and then we can watch the movies and be like, "What does that mean? Who's he?" <laughs> Because, like, literally, you're the only guy that likes explaining this stuff to me. <laughs> it's the real nerdy dudes that like explaining this stuff. But all the all the the dads, Brads, and Chads are all, oh, my God, so so just could- take me food and go away. Stop asking how football
0: works. You could deep dive on the Scarlet Witch and Dazzler and Black Widow. And then when dudes start complaining, you'd be like, well, what you don't understand is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, wait until Taylor Swift is actually the Dazzler or just wait until she's not the Dazzler. But all the Swifties are going to the movie because they think she is because they pulled some Walking Dead behind the scenes bullshit. Just wait. Oh, I hope I hope that every single Swiftie in the entire world does a deep dive on everything Dazzler. They they dress like the Dazzler for Halloween. And they have sparkles that they just like throw glitter at their boy classmates. Like, fuck it up. Fuck it all up. Ruin the whole thing for them. It would be the best shit in the world. Because the worst thing in the world is a fandom gatekeeper. It doesn't matter what fandom. But a fandom gatekeeper of any type... They are literally the worst. Mm-hmm. I can't stand those people. Like, I'm a huge fan of a bunch of things, but I don't know every teeny tiny little detail and whatever the fuck. Like, I can't argue with you about the ancient history of some obscure fanfic bullshit you saw on the internet in 1982 or whatever the fuck. You know, I I just like it. And, and the, the dads and the chads ruin it. I love that. Brad's dad's and Chad's or whatever order she said that in. That's my new favorite thing. So. Sorry. I didn't mean to ruin the podcast for you. I'll I'll let you keep talking. No.
0: These (laughs) are important. uh, These are important points.
1: Important disses. Yes. I'm trying to make sure we don't have any listeners. (laughs) Except my friends.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You. So Peter Parker and his science club are going on a European vacation. Okay. Here's the question.
1: Why is the science club going to like the Da Vinci Museum?
0: I mean Da Vinci had I mean he was sciencey. No. No.
1: He had all his inventions and shit. Well, yes, he had pretty pictures of inventions and what have you. But he's an artist. You're not learning science things from going to stare at Da Vinci's nudes.
0: Uh, I, sure. Uh, it is a science school. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know. But it's not the science club that's going. It, but it's a science trip. It's not. It can't be because it's there's not, no science involved. And it's
0: not even like a science senior trip. Because he's 16, so he's not a senior.
1: I'm greatly confused about the entire thing because our high school did a senior trip. I mean, it's just a senior trip, and it was thousands of dollars, and nobody could fucking afford to go except, you know, those assholes. Yeah. Uh, And then insane people that sold a bunch of chocolate and oranges or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Weird shit. This is not how, this is not how our school, maybe this is what rich schools do. I don't know. Yeah. You just let 16 year olds go to Europe? Apparently. I mean, that's what happened in, um, they wasn't a senior trip or was it in, uh, Final Destination? Was that an all senior trip? I don't remember. Um, but, but I would never, cause I watched Final Destination. Can you imagine? <laughs> I don't even remember where the fuck they went.
0: Like. The place I wanted
1: to go didn't even win, so I was like,
0: yeah. Oh, our senior trip went to Hollywood. Is that where they went? Yeah, because they uh, saw uh, Legless. Are you sure? I th- yeah. I'm like 93% sure on this. I need to ask Tanya. They went to
1: Hollywood. Because I feel like even if she didn't go, she would have definitely remembered if they saw Legless.
0: Because they, they saw Legless and they thought they had a... 'cuz one of Are our sure? yeah, yeah. one of our teachers friends worked with uh um yeah. Matrix Boy and they were going to go f- see him but they didn't. Our teacher's sister
1: like yeah, it was a such a lame claim to fame, it's not even funny. Yeah.
0: But it was Hollywood they went to. Really? Yeah.
1: Okay. Well no wonder I didn't fucking want to go. Yeah. Can you imagine going with that bunch of dickweeds to California? Ugh. Oh, God. Can you imagine going with that bunch of dickweeds to California? It just hit me, the group of people that actually went on that trip. They had a blast. How embarrassing that would have been.
0: They had a blast.
1: I've been running around going, I'm not Southern. Not Southern. (laughs) I'm not Southern.
0: All right. So Peter's group is going on a European science tour.
1: He's got tingles about it. (laughs) <laughs> and he has a plan. Oh, I'm sorry, Aunt May has tingles about it.
0: <laughs> he has a plan. He's gonna uh, isolate he's gonna he's gonna sit next to MJ on the plane. <laughs> he's gonna isolate her and target her? Yeah. He's gonna sit next to MJ on the plane. With his dual headphone adapter, and they're gonna watch movies together, and then he's gonna buy her a black dahlia made of glass. Why did I have flashes to our actual science class trip
1: when I was pregnant with Laurel and we went to go watch an autopsy?
0: And he's gonna
1: Isn't that what we did the whole time? Didn't we much. listen to my CD player the whole way there? Yes. This is
0: this is uh, I like Spider-Man. So, <laughs> he's going to take her to the top of the Eiffel Tower, and he's going to give her the necklace, and he's going to tell her how he feels.
1: Oh, how dare they not come up with that necklace for um, for the... Because it's for a girl. That's why they yeah. didn't do it. I would wear the shit out of that necklace. It's so cool, because, you know, Black Dahlia and the, the murder. Yeah. And... Now- I, this This movie did make me actually start liking M j because I didn't really like her in the other movie. But she listens to murder podcasts, and she only likes the flower because of murder, yeah. It was a super sick and twisted murder, too. Like,
0: and the you know, Eiffel Tower is her favorite stop because it was reported to be a secret mind control device. oh she was
1: joking about that, I think <laughs> uh, but but, yeah, I'd wear the hell out of that necklace. It was gorgeous.
0: Yeah, but Ned Ned has one more step to this plan. Don't do any of that shit because we're going to be bachelors in Europe. And if he knows anything, Europeans love Americans.
1: You know, I felt bad for him in that moment. <laughs> because the one thing I do know about Europe is they do not like Americans. Especially not immature American boys. What he should have been worried about is MJ meeting an Italian boy or a French boy because then he'd be in trouble. (laughs) Ow, son of a.
0: mm. So, May is hosting a benefit uh, where she's got Spider Man showing up as a a photo op. God, that was awkward. And that was so bad. Like,. Poor Pete, like, and it's supposed to be bad, right? Like, Peter Parker is a kid, and he's been thrust in this to position where people are like, are you the next Iron Man? Are you running the Avengers? They they expect so much of him, and he just wants to be a kid. He wants to be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, yeah. solving street-level crime, and and helping out, but not like saving the world every week.
1: No, and and that fits his personality. Yeah. It, it's absolutely. I I feel like on the street um neighborhood crime stuff makes more of an impact.
0: Certainly it does.
1: Uh, cuz the world there's plenty of people to do the world stuff. Well, and he's a 16-year-old kid, so think globally act locally. They do make black dahlia necklaces, but they're not Spider-Man. Um, they missed out, Jay.
0: There's also a little bit of sexual tension between Happy and, and and May there in the in the back room. I'm sorry, that was not sexual tension. That
1: is not what that was. No. No, it was awkwardness because they're doing it. Tension. That was not sexy. There, no, it was it was awkward. It was so awkward. It was I couldn't. It was painful to watch. I didn't like it. It was funny because I knew what it meant, but I. Ugh. Um,
0: happy <laughs> happy tells Peter that uh, Nick Fury's calling. No, <laughs> there <That> was <fun. laughs> this
1: whole scene is hilarious.
0: <laughs> and Peter sends him to voicemail.
1: Oh. <laughs> So I should have known then that that was definitely not Nick Fury, though, because the, the amount of flabbergasted he was that somebody didn't pick up the phone was definitely more like, hey, I'm pretending to be him. How dare you ignore him? <laughs> um, you sent
0: Nick Fury to voicemail? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that shit was hilarious. <laughs> Peter's plan falls apart. Um as soon as he gets on the plane, because Ned tries to make up an excuse that includes an allergy and the teachers overreact.
1: Yeah, uh, that's a Gen Z, Gen Alpha, whatever the fuck, teacher reaction to. <laughs> oh, you're allergic to perfume? My God, let's coddle you.
0: Um, so they land in Venice. And uh, the trip is exactly what you would expect it's going to be. It is a, a budget trip.
1: With Is that what you would expect? Because I expect if I pay a couple of thousand dollars, I am not staying in a hotel where my socks get wet when I walk <laughs> in the door. Come uh, on now. A, what kind of sciencey, nerdy teacher doesn't do the work?
0: Uh, oh, and while they were on the plane, uh, Ned got stuck. Ned got sat with Betty Brandt, and despite all of Ned's protestations that they needed to be bachelor's in Europe, he starts going out with her uh, after an eight-hour flight. and they're they're in sync, like deeply. They're gross.
1: <laughs> Were we ever that gross? Sure. I don't remember being that I remember you being upset that I wasn't that gross <laughs> I don't remember ever being that gaga. Uh, it's embarrassing they call each other babe already like they've never had a relationship and don't know how to act
0: well they might not have this might be their first
1: it it sure gave the impression
0: um Peter is able to buy the necklace that he wanted to buy for her. And then he bumps into MJ, who's learned a new word, a word she was born to say.
1: What word was that, Jay? Bo. Um, I wish people in America knew that word, because it worked like a charm.
0: It did. Dude seemed upset that she threw it at him hmm? when he was trying to sell a flower. Um, <laughs> then she starts asking uh, Peter what he bought, and he, he tells her bow, and she's like, Respect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They they really are adorable.
0: They are. Um, and, you know, it's, it's Peter Parker. So uh, that 13 seconds of happiness he had is all he gets. Yeah. Uh, because then a water demon shows up. Um,
1: the flu is no freaking joke. And you know what the biggest joke is? My medicine says it's a great day to get a flu shot.
0: <laughs> like, thanks, a little late. Yeah, so that 13 seconds of happiness is all Peter gets. Uh, and some water demon elemental thing shows up. Uh, and I love how surprised you were by it. You're like, is that an invisible boat?
1: Okay, but I was, uh, you know, watching the movie and and, like, thinking about, like, the necklace and that whole relationship and how cute they were and stuff. And then all of a sudden there was this weird, uh, it looked like a set of water skis in the water, only you couldn't see the person or the water skis. And I wasn't expecting it. So when I saw it, I'm like, did my brain just see something and like misinterpret it? What the fuck did I just see or not see? It was the way it, The way it happened with just no ceremony to it at all whatsoever, I was confused and thought maybe for a second I was hallucinating. And then it happened more, and then it does. It looks like somebody is on a speedboat or water skis or something, and they're just invisible, and that's the water. It doesn't look like a creature manifesting. Yeah. It looked like there was a bad guy that was... I mean, we're still working off the idea that I hadn't seen this movie yet, so I didn't remember any of this up until now. Yeah. So, I, fuck, when did I start remember remember? Oh, the, when he said Peter Tingle, then, then I was like, oh, I have seen this, but I didn't remember all of it. But it was, it looked weird, right?
0: Yeah, it did. It it was. It did not look like a creature manifest. No, it was definitely ominous and mysterious and strange. Ooh, mysterious and strange. What? Um. But the demon attacks, Peter's trying to save people, he's he's kind of klutzy here. Yeah, like. what what was wrong with him? I Is it
1: just that he wasn't expecting to be Spider-Man?
0: I think so. Like, he was on vacation, man.
1: He's just, like, he was completely ineffectual and was focusing on, like, that tower that was falling over, but it's not like he was holding up the tower so people could get out of the way. There was nobody, and nobody was scattering or anything, so I don't understand
0: what he was doing. Or crazy idea. He's a 16 year old kid and didn't know how to prioritize the battlefield.
1: Well, yeah, that's kind of the impression I got. Yeah. He just didn't know what um, to do. I, well, and it, it helps that his spiderweb didn't do jack shit against water. <laughs> if that had been a real creature, like, what would he have even done? Uh,
0: fortunately, the the new hero of the MCU, Mysterio, shows up.
1: I got bad vibes from this guy immediately, but it turns out it's just because I remembered the movie.
0: Um, <laughs> and Mysterio is fighting the demon, and Peter's helping as best he can. Um, but really, Mysterio wins this fight. Yeah, uh, allegedly.
1: Allegedly. It didn't look like he was doing it. like his power set made no damn sense, and it certainly made no sense defeating water. Like, what are you doing? Evaporating the? Are you zapping the water and evaporating it? Like, what's happening? It made no sense. It was a bad setup. It was
0: a great light for a setup. bunch
1: of for a bunch of science nerds. They were really bad at coming up with. A scenario. Even though that dude got whole props all to himself about his scenario, that oh, was yeah. not...
0: I mean, the crowd loved it.
1: Yeah, it's because they weren't paying attention.
0: Because when your life is in danger, you don't really look at the details. Yeah,
1: when your life is in danger, you don't stop and look at the details. You go home.
0: You see all the, the flashy lights, the dude with the cape, and then the monster's gone, and then the dude with the cape is the winner, and he's a good guy.
1: Yeah... I don't know. I'm incredibly suspicious of anyone who can't show his face and also appears to not be able to breathe our atmosphere. (laughs) Why is he wearing a fishbowl on his fucking head? What the fuck was that? It made him mysterious. Was he, like, projecting images on the fishbowl? I don't...
0: I, I don't know. I I do know that the uh the guy from the comics, which it it breaks down very similar to how he gets revealed in the movies. Mm-hmm. He's like using illusions and and uh, hypnosis to make himself look like a hero. Um, I just don't.
1: It's strange the um the way they approach this because. They could have just been heroes. Yeah, they could have. They could have just all ganged together and started their own techno company. And, like, fought bad guys. Yeah. There are plenty of bad guys to go around. Mm -hmm. He could have, I mean, in the absence of Iron Man, he could have filled that void fairly easily. Yeah. He didn't have to invent bad guys. Just go get some. I don't understand this mindset. Does he want to be a hero, or does he want to be in charge of everything?
0: He wants to be in charge of everything.
1: Well, then why wouldn't you just do it the same way Tony did?
0: Because that's work, and well, it puts work. All him you in have danger. to
1: do is inherit millions of dollars from your dad. Actually fighting bad guys puts him in danger. Well, that's why you build a machine so that you're safe.
0: Fighting fake bad guys from the comfort of your chair doesn't put you in danger.
1: Well, I'm just saying that, I mean, it's a weird... It's not like you're going to be president or anything. Like, what power are you getting from being a superhero? Tony didn't get any power. Is he literally just begging for attention? Yes. Is this it? This motherfucker is mad because his mom didn't hug him enough?
0: Yeah, probably.
1: I mean, you understand why I think he's such a lame bad guy.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, he's a real... He's got
1: feelings and doesn't know how to, like... He's got Gen X feelings and doesn't know how to process them.
0: (laughs) After the fight, May checks in with Peter and Happy is eating her lunch. I don't know why I took the time to write that down to talk about it, but it's cool.
1: (laughs) It's because she's hot and everything she does is special.
0: Yeah, like that is not the May I know from the comic books. That's all I'm saying.
1: No, and that's just a matter of how old people used to think 50 was. Because <laughs> she's what, 50, 52, Probably. somewhere in there. And and they wrote her like she was 99. Like you showed me the comic book picture. She's decrepit. Yeah. She wouldn't survive being attacked by a bad guy ever. No. She break all her hips. It and then and then they show us Aunt May and you're like the fuck is happening? Why do I want to fuck Aunt May? Ew. Like, despite the fact that, uh, fuck how old we are, but like, what the fuck? Aunt May's always been 900. Yes. It's not fair. It's also never made any sense that she was Aunt May because she was old enough to be great, great Aunt May. Even my great
0: aunt didn't look that old when she was like 95. If they reboot Spider-Man again the next time they cast... Shut up! Shut your hole. (laughs)
1: No. I am having enough of a problem (laughs) with the fact that I apparently have a grandma vibe. And I'm technically old enough to be a legit grandma. Like, our daughter is married to a boy... And at any point could legitimately have a child and we would legitimately be grandparents. But if you show me. Oh, speaking of which, speaking of this exact thing. You know, the chick from Clarissa Explains It All and um, oh, God, what's her name? The Sabrina, the teenage witch
0: girl. Yes. Melissa Joan Hart.
1: She's playing a grandma in a movie. Okay. She's our age. Okay.
0: No, (laughs) it's not okay. It's gross. So Nick is waiting in in Peter's room, uh, and he walks in with Ned, uh, and Nick shrinks Ned right there. He's out like a light. Where is Peter's tingle? Shouldn't he have felt that? Peter's tingle? Well, okay, but Nick wasn't a threat. He was to Ned. Yeah, but not really.
1: You're telling me that Nick, who is actually a fucking alien, yeah, wielding a dart gun that can zonk out someone like Ned that fast, is not a threat?
0: Not really a threat.
1: Did you see the malicious intent on that man's face?
0: <laughs> he did get pretty malicious when he kept getting interrupted.
1: Hmm. Is that something you're familiar with? <laughs> Um, so Tony left Peter some glasses, the ugliest child molester glasses that have
0: ever existed. Yeah. Uh, Nick takes him to the, uh, whatever they're using as their, their compound for the time being They're in Venice. And, uh, he introduces Spider-Man to Mysterio. Uh, oh, but
1: call him Gabriel, or whatever his fucking name is.
0: Quentin. Quentin Beck. Quentin. I knew it was some doofy yeah. name. Uh, and this scene right here is the first time that the MCU gets called the 616. And why does it not count? Be- well, because Quentin Beck is a lying piece of shit and a bad yeah. guy, and he's making up a story.
1: Yeah, exactly. So... It's not canon.
0: He's making up the story that uh, he's from an alternate Earth uh, where his planet got destroyed by these elementals. uh, And he's here to help us. Uh, And he calls this the 616. He calls his planet like the 838 or something. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Because it's a story because it's all right. numbers are real.
1: So anybody using that as an example of the movies being the six one six is one wrong and two is an idiot.
0: Yeah. Now I will say that Feige has doubled down and tripled down on the six one six. I said what I said. It gets mentioned in future uh, pieces, I and we'll s- talk about that. Said
1: thing. what I said. They didn't watch their own fucking movie.
0: Um. I I am a firm I am a firm believer that the stuff that the creators say outside of the universe is not canon to the universe.
1: No, because he's not the inventor of the universe. He's not the writer of the universe. He's the guy in charge of the people providing the money. Well, and what he says does not go because, you know, damn fucking well, he hasn't read every comic book or watched every movie or knows every detail of everything. And and I really doubt he gives a shit about this universe as much as the fans do.
0: You can't like we used to watch The Talking Dead because I like Chris Hardwick. Yeah. You can't show
1: me and something. What's your name?
0: Yvette Nicole Brown. Yes. Yes. You can't show me something on the program that's vague and then come on the Talking Dead and tell me what you meant and expect that to be my canon story.
1: Yeah, no. Because if you didn't
0: include it in the writing, then it's not canon. Yeah. It's your own personal fanfic.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, because despite everything he said a million times when he came on that show to defend the poor writing of one of our favorite shows ever in the history of the world. Uh, the fandom was still losing their shit over multiple things, but especially Glenn under the dumpster, and uh, well, a couple of things I just can't talk about because
0: they ruined it. So uh, the next Elemental is going to emerge in Prague. Nick Fury wants Spider-Man there to help, and Peter Parker's like, hey, listen, man, I'm I'm a street level hero. I'm on a school field trip. You're gonna ruin my secret identity. I'm not I'm not big enough a hero to be part of this anyway. Like And he's not wrong. He really isn't. His power set is not helpful in this
1: situation. Like, where's Thor, bro? Yeah, that's a very good question. Where where the fuck are the rest of the Avengers? Like get get Bruce Banner in here. And they got all I mean, we saw that movie where they're all they're mourning, but still trying to get stuff done.
0: Yeah, what are they do? They say Thor was off world, um, and this happens in the comics a lot too. Like, there's a big threat, but everybody everybody's doing something else because mm-hmm. they've all got their own comic books. So, dude's got to step up and do something bigger than himself. But uh, Peter's Peter's like, I want to help you, I really do. Like, Tony said he trusted me and all, but y'all. Y'all got the wrong guy. Let me fight Kingpin for a while. Ew, Spider-Man couldn't fight Kingpin? Spider-Man kicked Kingpin's ass.
1: I wouldn't trust him with Kingpin. Kingpin is Vincent D'Onofrio. Yes. He's intelligent. Uh-huh. He's super strong.
0: Yep, so is Peter.
1: He's scary. He's manipulative. Yep. Yeah. He's tricksy. King Spider-Man King- Man and his little brain are not equipped.
0: Kingpin's first appearance was in a Spider-Man comic.
1: I am well aware.
0: He is a Spider-Man villain.
1: I am aware. However, I do not believe in a real-world situation that Spider-Man and his 16-year-old little baby brain are uh, is gonna outshine Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. <laughs> Just not. They had actual grown-ups trying to take him out that were having a hard time. Of course, the actual grown-ups were also fucking morons. (laughs) So, really, I don't know if that's a good comparison. But, but no. Kingpin's the kind of guy that you either kill or you take down within the justice system. He is not someone that Spider-Man takes down.
0: So, Nick... Uh, reluctantly acquiesces to Peter's request to protect his identity. And how does he do this, my love?
1: Um, Has him kidnapped and basically molested in a gas station?
0: (laughs) He he hijacks the school trip. He upgrades them.
1: Oh, yeah, upgrades them to the point that they can't say no. I'm sorry, but that teacher not being suspicious of that whole situation is about the dumbest thing in this movie.
0: (laughs) But not only was he not suspicious, he came out talking like he... Yeah, where
1: were the female teachers in this situation? There is no motherfucking way, no motherfucking way, that they have teenage girls on this trip and not a single female teacher. no. I think maybe two female teachers and one male one to deal with the boys, but you do not have two male teachers, and that's it.
0: Especially those two. Like one of them's nice enough, the other one is in an ineffectual boob who seems to think that witches are the problem with the world right now. No, I'm a man of science, but that's witches.
1: (laughs) I feel like his character was racist. That absolutely felt like. You ever seen Jackie Chan movies (laughs) with the uh, the the black guy? Where like all you see of him is when he screams and fear and his eyes are huge and his teeth are out. <laughs> like it was like a more modern version of that, and it was really weird. That whole I'm a man of science, but that's witches. And that whole that that was so not okay for me.
0: Hmm.
1: I it was I, I I immediately, immediately thought of Jackie Chan. And even when I was a very small child and I saw that for the first time, I was like, whoa, that is not okay. Uh,
0: Yeah, so they stop for a bathroom break and Peter gets sent into a little side room where a blonde woman tells him to get naked.
1: Insists upon it? Yeah. Why? Why didn't he blow his rape whistle and run? I don't know. Because that was that there were so many red flags. Like he didn't know who she was really. Just had her word for it. And she's telling him to take all his clothes off and being
0: menacing about it. Yeah. Very dominatrix. He should have yelled for MJ and run. <laughs> but MJ doesn't come in. Brad does.
1: Yeah. And instead of um, instead of saving Peter. He takes a picture. Yeah. Because this guy is a douchebag.
0: Yeah. Because, and, and he wants MJ.
1: Well, that's why he's a douchebag. Because he's going to show MJ... Peter being molested in a gas station bathroom, <laughs> which wasn't a bathroom. I don't know what room that was, no. but whatever it was. But, like, thanks, dude. I need that picture for the judge.
0: Yeah. So the, the glasses that Tony left Peter uh, are Edith. Yeah. One of Tony's uh, wonderful acronyms. And what does Edith stand for? Even dead, I'm the hero. <laughs>
1: Uh, Edith was voiced by Don King. Okay. Who, her whole IMDB is, she is an assistant editor or first assistant editor on a whole crap ton of movies. So, I'm guessing they were just like, hey, we need a voice. I like you. Come do this. Okay. Um, she had a really good voice for it, too. Yeah. She's got that customer service voice thing down. Yeah. I just wanted to mention her because Mm -hmm. she's one of those gajillions of names in the in the the credits of a movie that you never notice. Dawn King.
0: So even dead, I'm the hero. Even
1: dead, I'm the hero. That is so amazing and so fucking hilarious. (laughs) And that was the best Tony Stark moment Uh, of his life. (laughs) Because think about it, the the effort that went into that, he figured he was gonna die. In that last movie. Yeah. So he runs and sets some shit up so that the world is not without some help. And I'm guessing he's taking care of his friends and, and Pepper, too, with Peter. I don't know why Peter, because Peter is not the one I'd pick. I certainly wouldn't pick fucking Captain Douchebag. No. But, like, any of the other ones. Oh,
0: like Banner, Banner would have been a good person to give this to.
1: Dude, he didn't have enough metal to make the glasses for that. <laughs> Plus, he can't trust Banner all the time. He's ruled by his emotions. Fair enough.
0: Widow's gone.
1: Yeah, but what's her name? Uh,
0: Scarlet Witch.
1: No. Nope.
0: The Wasp. Nope. There's not a lot of hers.
1: No, I'm. Um, I was thinking Black Widow. I think.
0: Yeah, widow's. Because that movie um, we
1: saw her in was. That was after the snap, but not after Tony. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, well, then Hawkeye, he's got a good head on the shoulders. Yeah, Hawkeye's... He's a grown-up. Yeah. Not ruled by his emotions. No, but
0: Tony trusts Peter.
1: Plus. But why does he trust Peter? He's 16.
0: Yeah.
1: What we've seen of them interacting with each other in the movies was Tony basically ignoring him until he needed him. They didn't have a fucking relationship. It makes no sense. The movies did not build that relationship. You know the one person in the world that Tony trusts? Pepper. Yeah, the one that he actually would have given the glasses to had they stopped to think, what would Tony actually do? It's Pepper. Yeah. He gave her his fucking company.
0: Yeah.
1: And he gave her a suit. Uh Uh-huh. The only thing I would say is the only reason he wouldn't do that is because they have a kid and he wouldn't want...
0: Yeah, but he could also probably trust Rhodey with uh, an AI defense system.
1: I wouldn't. He's been in the movies like five seconds altogether.
0: War Machine?
1: That guy's got no character. Like, his character is blank to me. Like, even more so than Hawkeye. Like, I never really liked Hawkeye because they... Until you, sl- if you take all of the parts of his character from all of the movies, then he's got a little bit of a personality and a tiny backstory, but that's it. Look, it's they have not bothered to develop. It's like they they're just like, oh, we'll just throw that black guy in there and we'll just throw that guy over there and and that dude we'll give him cool ass names and then you know they will become important eventually. Maybe, well maybe he'll get his own fucking movie. Maybe. Or some lame-ass TV show. They, they if you think about it, if you really think about all the movies that we've seen thus far, okay. they have not done a lot of character development.
0: I, I will take your word for it. Not, because-
1: not to mention the fact that War Machine's the one that literally only has a suit because he fucking stole it. Okay. And I'm sorry, but they made the black man steal the suit.
0: What about T'Challa? What about him? You could trust T'Challa with a...
1: He didn't already have too much to
0: deal with? Sure, but he can handle a little bit more.
1: Yeah, T'Challa would put those glasses on and go, what is this lame-ass shit? My technology's <laughs> better than this. Come on now. Okay, well... No, it's Peter because it's convenient for the Peter... I almost said Peter Pan. For the 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 Spider-Man movies. Well, what
0: does Peter do with these glasses the first exactly time Exactly what you would
1: expect the stupid teenage boy to do with them! He almost kills himself and his love rival, which, by the way, MJ's not into that guy, and it's really obvious MJ's not into that guy.
0: Okay, but as a teenage boy, you don't, you don't have. You any don't think about anything
1: except yourself, so you don't bother to observe
0: people's behavior. You. Yeah, I know. He now. does not see. It. I fixed it. Pause. Where were we? I have no idea. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So. During transition, Um, Peter calls in a drone strike on his uh, love interest's uh, other suitor.
1: Because the 16-year-old boy absolutely is going to blow everyone up as soon as he has access to a satellite with
0: thousands of drones. Well, but also because there wasn't like a training program. He just handed this kid... Which doesn't make any
1: sense, because when he got the spider suit, there was a training program.
0: Yeah, which he proceeded to hack so that he could do whatever the fuck he wanted.
1: Well, maybe that's why Tony didn't do it, because he figured the kid was going to do it again anyway. (laughs) That's a lot of hours of programming, man. And Tony is nothing if not lazy.
0: Fair enough. Um, (laughs) But Peter stops the drone from killing them. um, And they make it to... Uh, Prague.
1: Because every kid wants to go to Prague instead of Paris.
0: Yeah. Um, I did
1: like how they were, a couple of the kids were looking up things to see in Prague on their phones because they've probably never even heard of Prague.
0: So I have heard uh, very little of Prague, I know very little about it. But what I do know of Prague is some of the officers that I have worked with in the past Mm -hmm. who were spoiled little rich boys, Mm -hmm. they went to Prague when they were teens uh, and and or in their early 20s uh, because it was a party place. I... Sure. So my whole image of Prague is like...
1: The only things that I know about Prague are stereotypes and um, inappropriate things.
0: Yeah, if you say Prague to me, I think like a giant country-wide rave every night.
1: Well, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I definitely think of like um, Russian-type corruption and sex trafficking and... Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if you've been to Prague, uh, let us know if what what it's really like.
1: Um. Yeah. Like I said, it's all stereotypes and, and Yeah. Bullshit. Uh.
0: And hostels, where you get it, murdered.
1: Hostels are everywhere. Sure. It's like a thing. Um. It's how poor teenage kids like get around.
0: So the the team develops a plan to stop the fire e- elemental. Uh, Peter's still really nervous about this, and Nick is a. Well, because what's he going to do against fire? Yeah. Or water, or wind. Uh, like
1: wind against the spider web.
0: Nick is a total asshole to him, uh, but Mysterio makes nice.
1: No, it. Bad vibes from that guy from the, from the beginning though. He, he, the character, not because I've seen the movie before, but the character feels off.
0: Yeah.
1: He's got this false, um, humility, like, oh, just call me by my name. And then when he hears, T- uh, uh, Tony, fuck me. When he hears Peter say Mysterio, he's like, oh, that's cool as shit. And then he steals it. Yeah. And then corrects him later when he calls him by his name, no, my name is Mysterio, like he came up with it.
0: Well, no, they exchanged a look after that, where Peter's like, "You, you kept the name awesome. Was that an exchanged
1: look or was that yeah. just Peter looking at him then?
0: No, Beck Beck looked at Peter like it was a good name and Peter was like you kept it awesome. It was a it was a bonding moment.
1: Okay, well I I only saw half of that then.
0: Um They come up with a plan to keep the kids safe while Peter's fighting this elemental <sighs> by upgrading them again.
1: I don't think the children would agree.
0: To go to the opera.
1: I'd be pretty excited about the first hour of the opera, but then I'd be done. <laughs> but also, I, big problem with this. I mean, I know they weren't enthused about the opera, but Ned knew what was going on. So why the fuck did Ned let them all go to the carnival? Why didn't he say something?
0: Because he couldn't tell his girlfriend why they couldn't leave the opera.
1: Uh, yeah, he could. All he had to do was say, "Uh, hey, babe, I overheard some people talking about a bad guy was out there. Another one, like that last one we saw. Let's stay in here where it's safe. Like, or hey, I'm really actually interested in the opera. Can you stay with me?
0: Yeah, but he's a teenage boy.
1: Well. Teenage boys know that there are consequences to dying. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> Especially when he's, like, uh, throwing up on the Ferris wheel kind of a wuss. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. MJ wants to sit uh, with Peter at the opera, which is really sweet. and mm-hmm. Peter feels great about, but duty calls and he has to leave, so.
1: Yeah. It's like they put my life in a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> Come sit with me, Jay.
0: And uh, old Chad or Brad or whatever his name is flips Peter off as Peter's leaving.
1: Well, you know why he's flipping him off? Because she wanted him and he's not going to be there for him. And dude's probably annoyed that Peter is wasting the opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, fuck you for leaving her, dude.
0: But MJ's like, fuck this. I'm not sitting in an opera if I don't get to hang out with somebody I like. And yeah. she follows him out. Oh, yeah. So, uh Betty and Ned are now in danger when the fire elemental shows up. And Peter is spending just as much time trying to protect them as he is helping Mysterio fight the fire elemental. Uh, yeah.
1: This is why Peter can't have a girlfriend. It's not the girlfriend, it's him.
0: Ned ineffectually tries to cover for him and calls him the Night Monkey. Monkey,
1: Oh my god, and then she hollered Night Monkey at him. Oh my god.
0: Um, He's a knockoff Spider Man for Europe.
1: That, you know, I wish that they'd come up with a good lie before.
0: Um.
1: Night Monkey was almost good. <laughs> it, it was almost there.
0: Um, during the fight, Peter knocks something out of the air, uh, which lands near MJ, and she snatches it up. Things are turning. Apparently, if the elemental touches metal, he gets bigger. But rocks he can't absorb, and they hurt him. It's a very, very strange power set this elemental has.
1: Okay, so... He's fire, right? So I figure the reason he's like, don't let him touch metal, is that he's not really fire. He's actually molten metal or lava. Sure. Whatever.
0: But he absorbs metal, but not rock, even though he's...
1: Well, but like rock isn't... Not all rock just melts.
0: It's it's just silly. Is all I'm saying is yeah. silly.
1: I mean it just depends. Like if you throw sandstone at him, it's not gonna do anything. It's just gonna like burn and crumble to the ground. Uh, but if he if he touches the metal and melts the metal, then it becomes part of his molten body. Just pretend he's lava. Yeah. Well, or molten metal, and that then it makes sense.
0: One way or the other uh, Mysterio does this big move where he flies into the fire elemental and blows it up from the inside. Which is stupid. And now he's he's the biggest, best hero in the whole wide the world. The
1: only reason anybody falls for it is because they wrote it into the movie. Like, it's so dumb. Um, Why would jumping into him do anything but just
0: melt you? It made no sense. Yeah. So after the fight, uh, Mysterio's okay. Nick gives Spider Man an ultimatum: ultimatum, like, fucking step up or step down. You can't. Well, be, you know,
1: it's funny because he tried to step down, but he wouldn't let him.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so at what point does the actual decision decision making process come in?
0: And so Mysterio trying to console. Peter, a little bit, takes him to a bar, and they have a very heartfelt conversation.
1: I'm assuming the drinking age in Prague is lower.
0: Well, Peter says he's not 21, he can't be drinking, and Mysterio doesn't seem to give a shit. Um, but later on, he at, he asks him how many lemonades he had, so Peter's not, well, not being I mean, a bad boy.
1: Obviously, he's not, but like... um you can't even take underage people into a bar.
0: Well, but we find out that the bar isn't even really a bar anyway, so who
1: cares? I know, but why is Peter so dumb?
0: Because he's a teenage boy.
1: Oh, my God. That can't be your excuse for everything.
0: It's a pretty good excuse.
1: Okay. I, you know, we're lucky we didn't it, have a teenage boy ever because
0: it, I, I would have been beaten intelligence into him. Like, the fact that he is just a kid is the driving force for all of the fucking mistakes he made. Well, yeah. Which is why I have such a problem with this whole storyline. Because, I mean, but that is what this storyline is. It's like, this is a kid who is in way the fuck over his head.
1: I know, and I don't like it. I mean...
0: Uh... Yeah. But they, the other
1: um, Spider-Mans didn't really come off as teenage boy dumb.
0: No, they didn't.
1: i used to Spider-Man being clever and, uh, you know, academically intelligent and sarcastic. Sure. And, I mean, not mature per se, but at least having the ability to
0: know Puzzle what to do in a
1: situation, yeah. you know.
0: Well, this particular Spider-Man is also dealing with a lot of feels. Peter tingles is what he's dealing with. Um, oh, uh, oh, I'm
1: starting
0: to I'll sound good. So they have a heart to heart talk. And Peter decides that the glasses Edith was not meant for him. He was meant to find the person that they were going to be given to.
1: Ironically, this is the smartest thing he could have done. Yeah. Recognizing that he's not the one that he he's not responsible enough to have uh, this ability. The problem is that the teenageness jumps in again and he trusts the wrong person. Why he wouldn't talk to somebody first. Yeah. um, Talk to his friends or, or Aunt May or Nick Fury. I mean, I wouldn't give the glasses to Nick Fury, but I certainly would be like, Hey, you know all these people better than I do. If all the um, Avengers. Who do like, we trust? Who do we trust the most? Or like, I need to be hanging out with the Avengers so that I can suss them out or something. But yeah. but the rash decision, the it's like hot potato. He's got to get these glasses and this responsibility out of his hands as fast as possible so that he doesn't have to. He doesn't have the responsibility. And that's a very 16-year-old boy thing to do.
0: Yeah. Um. So as soon as Peter hands over the glasses and leaves the bar, we get the reveal that Mysterio is full of shit and this is all a ruse. And he points out that everybody on his team is somebody that felt like they got fucked over by Tony.
1: Yeah. So I'm wondering... Well, we've seen this before, like getting the story from the perspective of the wronged person. Yeah. was kind of a true thing, but I think it was actually, wasn't it Tony that fired somebody? And it turns out that the reason that he fired him was because he was going too far with experiments. and.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, that happens all the time. I So know- I,
1: I wonder if... Not, you know, like if Tony was here to defend himself, what those stories actually were. But I can believe, I can believe some of it though. There, there was a grain of truth
0: to it. Yeah, it, it absolutely felt realistic. Um, and the one scene with uh, from Iron Man, uh, Iron Man one, where, uh. Dude was yelling at the guy because yeah. he couldn't develop an arc reactor fast enough. Yeah. And so then they bring that actor back for some continuity. It was, it was good. Um, it really made the world feel. Yeah.
1: Total. Well, and it was believable. Having dealt with a couple of different men in my life who thought they were the smartest room in the uh, person in the room, they might have been. Close to the smartest person in the room, but it's the attitude. It's completely believable that all of these people were treated that way. And, like, we let certain people, like Tony, get away with shit because of their level of intelligence or what they can do for the world. Yeah. Um. But if you're the person on the receiving end of the abuse, it doesn't feel that way. Uh, so, that was believable, but you... Let's say those stories that they showed us—that quick montage of stories—was completely true. Yeah. Right. They still did the wrong fucking thing with it. Absolutely. I absolutely would support them doing better than what Tony did and being their own heroes yeah. or being their collaboration of uh, heroic.
0: Sure. Become what? Avengers.
1: Sure. Whatever. Uh. However, um, and even tricking Peter into giving them what was essentially their, what they are claiming, it was their intellectual work. Yeah. Because it's completely believable also that Tony was a Thomas Edison. And we all know Thomas Edison wasn't an inventor. He was a capitalist and a punk-ass bitch. Um,
0: Hashtag fuck Edison.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Tesla is rolling in his grave because they're using his name for some more Edison bullshit. (laughs) Um, I would even I would even let him go with the tricking Peter thing to get their own tech back. Yeah, because you can't just steal it. It has to get transferred over. It's the actually I don't know if they actually killed anybody or hurt anybody. But they also didn't give a shit if they hurt anybody, and that's where the problem
0: is. Well, at one point, he says that any casualties will be forgotten once everybody starts working. Yeah, that doesn't
1: mean there actually had been up until yeah. that point. We didn't actually witness and I didn't the, see it. The
0: anything. drones were causing real damage.
1: Yeah, well, see, and that's the thing the, the real victim in this whole movie was architecture.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, um,
1: I I didn't see, and correct me, anybody, if I'm wrong, I didn't see any human casualties.
0: I don't think I saw any either, but...
1: Casualties, not meaning deaths, but, like, injury or...
0: Yeah. No, I, I don't think I saw any either, and part of that is because it's a Spider-Man movie and, and people don't really...
1: Well, there have been, there've been uh, collateral damage situations. Yeah.
0: No, but this is like... People year in cars
1: of... getting flung, and yeah. you know they got hurt, that you didn't see the aftermath of it. Yeah, this
0: is like year two of Harry Potter, where things are a little bit more dangerous, but nobody's actually, like, dying.
1: Yeah. Yeah, fair. Um, well, I mean, unless you count all the people that Harry killed. <laughs> I mean, because he did kill the teacher. You know, a, a defense of the, against the dark arts teacher died in every Harry Potter movie, I think.
0: Well, they lost their position because it was a cursed position. That—that's Voldemort's fault.
1: Uh-huh. Well, now, Professor. Voldemort
0: cursed the position.
1: Professor Quirrell. Yeah, no, we'll just have to watch those again. Okay. So you can see what I'm talking
0: about. The field trip is over. Yeah. There's been. Yeah. Much danger. The parents want their kids back home.
1: At the first elemental, I'd be calling the cell phone and be like, "Uh, yeah, I don't care what the rest of your class is doing. Either you come home or I'm coming to get you.
0: So the teachers are like, everybody pack up. We're going home in the morning. Trip's over. And uh, Peter says, hey, MJ, let's let's go and have some fun before we got to go home. Like, let's do something that's not on the agenda. That was the
1: bravest thing he did in the whole movie right there, turning around and going to knock on her door.
0: Yeah, and he gets her out and they're taking a walk after he asks her what she wants to do.
1: Okay, we got to talk to teenage boys about this. Why does nobody teach teenage boys how to have a date? I don't understand because the only real date I ever had where I got picked up in someone else's car and got taken to places and then got brought home. The first thing he said was, well, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not the one that asked me on a date. If you ask someone out on a date, then you have to have a plan.
0: Yeah.
1: You cannot invite someone somewhere and then have them do all of the mental work.
0: But they go on a semi-romantic walk, and they're on a bridge, and she's telling them about the uh, Did murder. Did someone throw an orange slushy at him? No. <laughs> She's telling him about the—nobody's going to get that reference, but it's okay. But it's for you. That yeah.
1: reference is for you, Jay.
0: Uh, she's telling him about how this bridge used to be used for murder and how she's totally into mm-hmm.
1: it. Yep, I'm starting to like her more and more.
0: Um, they used to execute people on that bridge. And he starts building up the nerve to tell her that he's into her. Yeah. And she cuts him off to tell him that she knows he's spider-man
1: well because she figures that's the biggest news he could possibly have right yeah and she's been she you if you pay attention to just her in the movies she's been suspicious of him she knew he was spider-man a long time ago Oh yeah
0: um in the first movie when they're fighting the the lizard in the school she's like Yeah. She's catching on.
1: I feel like she knew. I think she's also known that he had a crush on her the whole time, too. She's just been, and where have I heard this before, patiently waiting for him to sack up this whole for years. uh, Years. Um. So, of course she thought, like, they've known each other for years, so if he hasn't said, hey, I got a big crush on you, I want to go out with you, by now. He's not gonna. So the biggest news after that is he's Spider-Man.
0: So he tries to deny it. Um, and then she pulls out the projector that she found. Uh, and it it does a little projecting. And when Peter realizes how important that is and the big fucking mistake he just made. Mm-hmm. Uh, he then admits he was Spider-Man. And she's like, I was only like 83% sure. I think she said 63%. <laughs>
1: It was a low number for someone who just jumped out and said, you're Spider-Man. It was a low number. Or a gigolo. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Okay, what bothers me about this is that they've got these drones projecting images. And they're supposed to all work together to form a single image. But this drone was forming an entire image by itself. Yeah. And that's dumb. It should have been forming...
0: Like a piece of it.
1: A piece, like a pixelated version of it. Like the eighth quarter of the image. So it shouldn't have been recognizable. No. Because if all these bad boys are all working together... I just imagine they're working together to create pixels. So it should be missing pixels in the image.
0: Yeah. Uh, or
1: at least a little bit.
0: So. Meanwhile, Mysterio is planning the the biggest threat of all. That is going to be the Avengers level threat that gets him what he wants. Uh, but the projectors are acting up, and he realizes what has happened, and now he's going to have to kill Peter. And
1: Parker. he's downright fucking abusive. He is just as bad as they were all accusing Tony Stark of being. Oh yeah. Because he has one of the drones aim guns at the guy. In the chair. Yeah. You don't do that to your guy in the chair. No. He's literally your entire support system.
0: Um, so Peter's going to go to Berlin to meet with, uh, Nick, uh, about, uh, Mysterio and tell him about the mistake he made.
1: I love how much traveling they're doing in like no time.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so he's changing into his night monkey costume while Zendaya tries to sneak a peek. It was adorable.
1: It wasn't adorable because if it was a boy trying to sneak a peek at a super girl,
0: then it'd be gross. Yes, but it's also like a trope.
1: I think it's funny how he was at first, he was all just like yanking off his shirt and whatever. And then, and then this kid with ripped six-pack abs just like, ah! <laughs> like most boys his age would just be like, yep, look at me. Yeah. You know, it's only the chubby boys that go, Oh, don't look. He should have been all proud of himself, but nope. He's, uh, he's just your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man modest boy.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Ned walks in, in the middle of this and now that shit was funny. <laughs> he tries really hard to cover. And then mm-hmm. Peter's like, no, I told her. She's like, no, I figured it out.
1: Nice costume for the prince's party.
0: And then Ned gets all jealous that MJ's in on the secret.
1: Well, yeah, because that's a special secret.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Peter uh, hitches a ride on a bullet train to uh, Berlin. And Nick picks him up at the airport. Or at the train station.
1: Well, I was going to say, I hope it's the yeah. train station.
0: Nick picks him up at the train station. Uh, he's really gruff and shitty with him. They go to the, the headquarters area, and uh, Peter starts dumping shit. And then uh, Fury gets shot. Um, and then we have a really, f- what I think is a really fun fight scene. Full of illusions. Uh, Peter is like fighting hallucinations and yeah. Oh, you mean the
1: another perfect example of how to do weird psychedelic, I don't know what's going on scenes?
0: Yes. Hmm. It was really well yeah, done.
1: Yeah, it was. And it made sense because you knew what was happening.
0: Yeah. To include the zombie Iron Man, which. Oh. Yeah. With the
1: skeleton inside. (gasps) That was so mean. Yeah. They had to, like, psychologically analyze him to put that together. And that was just...
0: Beck was really getting inside his head.
1: That was fucked up.
0: Uh, And Peter's fighting and and getting getting beat up and uh, getting trashed a little bit. But uh, then... You hear a gunshot, and Mysterio goes down, and Fury walks up, and Peter just dumps everything. Like this is who knows, and this is what's up, and and yada yada.
1: Well, I mean, at that point, you gotta, you have to trust an adult with the info so that people can get protected. Yeah. The problem is that he's sixteen.
0: And it was. All part of the illusion.
1: Yeah. I mean, once you've been shown that somebody can do that, then you need to trust absolutely nothing. Nobody. Um, Like, tell me something that only Nick Fury would know to tell me.
0: And after he spills the beans on Ned and MJ, uh, Mysterio backs him up and he gets slammed by a bullet train and carried off scene.
1: Yeah, well, you knew that wasn't going to kill him, but ouch.
0: So then Mysterio reroutes. So
1: Mysterio thought that was going to kill him, right?
0: Probably, yeah. Uh, he then reroutes the Clash trip to London where the, uh, the final elemental is going to appear.
1: You know, if this Group of, class, uh, the, this class trip kids, if they don't figure out that Spider-Man was with them, then they're fucking idiots. <laughs> Come on, everywhere they went, there was an elemental? Yeah. Uh, one of their teachers is a bad guy or something. Yeah. At least, at least that's where you go.
0: They've got the worst fucking luck of any high school ever. So, Peter wakes up in a jail cell in the Netherlands with the nicest group of uh, cellmates ever
1: well yeah don't you know those are the nicest people
0: apparently
1: yeah i mean that's where the people from minnesota are from
0: oh that makes sense
1: then hence the accent don't you know uh yeah man those all those people in those cold climates those are nicest people you'll ever meet because you got to be nice you never know who you're gonna have to cuddle with to stay alive
0: fair enough <laughs> Uh, no, really
1: though. They they really are like the nicest people in the freaking world.
0: He they they thought he was cold, so they gave him one of his, their jackets. And after Peter breaks out of the jail cell and starts limping away, they they shut the door back on themselves. That was
1: absolutely the best. They're like, oh, he sh- he left the door open. We better shut the jail cell door. <laughs> what if one of us escapes? <laughs> Oh, my God that was adorable
0: um, then Peter <laughs> borrows somebody's cell phone to call uh, for help uh, okay. super nice guy yep dude hangs up his own phone call to loan his phone out um, and it's it's happy that Peter calls um, and he this time he's finally wised up he makes happy identify himself with a piece of trivia. And nobody else knows. <laughs> what was that trivia? Well, remember that time in that hotel room where you uh, bought a movie and I could tell by the price that it was an adult film? And Peter's like, okay, we're good.
1: Yeah. um, I mean, if you were a bad guy coming up with a scenario like that, uh, it's a pretty good guess. Uh, like an easy guess. <laughs> bring up masturbation or something like that. And dude would be like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah shut up. Uh, Peter's pretty down at this point and he's looking for some guidance and he's like, I, 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 everybody wants me to be Iron Man. I can't be Iron Man.
1: Well, and that's, that's the thing that I don't understand about people is he, I mean, I know the comic books do this shit all the time, but I don't agree with it. Iron Man is dead. Yeah. You don't need another Iron Man. You need a new... Well, I mean, Tony wasn't even the leader.
0: No.
1: He was just the guy with the money. Um, you just need another cocky rich guy. Some <laughs> representative or whatever. So everybody saying we need a new Iron Man is an asshole because yeah. they're insinuating that he was completely replaceable. Well, Which, I mean, ideally, he wouldn't be. Nobody could be Iron Man.
0: Well, and that's what Happy tells him. He's like, listen, no, you you aren't Iron Man. You'll never be Iron Man. You don't want to be Iron no, Man. Nobody is is going to live up to Tony because Tony couldn't live up to Tony. Yeah. He was a fucking mess. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love the guy. He was my best friend. But the dude had issues.
1: And, And just... Be Spider Man.
0: Yes, be Spider Man.
1: I don't understand why everybody was asking who the new Iron Man. You see what I'm saying, though? Yeah. It's asinine. Yeah, we. It's like having your dad die and everybody going, "Well, who's going to be your new dad?"
0: Yeah, no, we don't. We don't need a new Iron Man. We don't need to bring Iron Man back. We need to assemble the team we have and keep moving forward.
1: And have a new leader. Come forward. I mean, and... I mean, surely there's going to be another new hero at some point.
0: I mean, to be fair, the Avengers are hurting right now. They lost Iron Man. They lost Cap. They lost Widow.
1: Well, well, but it's after everybody came back,
0: though. Yes, but Cap went back in time and stayed. Iron Man died. Widow got sacrificed for the gem. Uh, Visions dead. Yeah. The uh, the Avengers she, do they have? They've got Spider-Man sorta. They got Spider-Man Hawkeye. sorta. Hawkeye, who retired once already and is probably going to retire again.
1: Yeah, well, I would if I were him. They got Ant-Man,
0: mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch, but she's not in a good place right now.
1: No, she's not going to be.
0: Uh, Hulk and Thor. Well,
1: okay, so. Between Ant Man and the Wasp, and
0: uh, oh, and Panther, Panther Stone. Yeah,
1: Black. I mean,
0: that's that's they, enough. They've got a team, but they don't have the team they have. They don't have the heavy hitters. No, but but
1: um, they've got enough people for a leader to emerge.
0: Sure. Yeah, Panther should probably take over the team, honestly.
1: Yeah, well, except uh, Black Panther is dead.
0: Not right now, he's not.
1: Well, but he will have been dead. Yes. Will be dead soon. Yeah. Uh, so he can't be it.
0: Yeah, but honestly.
1: And anyway, even if he hadn't died of cancer, uh, he would want to be home.
0: The way he's not a world hero, he's a home. No, but hero. The, the way that team stands right now, Panther should be in charge.
1: Yeah, except that he's, he can't because yeah. he's the king of of his
0: country yeah let his sister run the country no let his sister be iron man (laughs) this this pep talk is enough uh peter decides he's going to save the day after all he gets to work on building a new suit and they fly off to london
1: yeah i really love this 3d printer that 3d prints so fast
0: yeah well i mean sure it's nanotechnology whatever (laughs)
1: Tim particles and all that bullshit.
0: Yep. Happy calls to try and tip off Nick with a really cool code about a surfboard and things aren't always what they seem. Uh,
1: Yeah, I totally didn't see through that.
0: The kids on their tour bus get dropped on the bridge that is going to be ground zero for the attack. So they're in the kill zone.
1: Uh, well, that was a, a planned situation. Yes. The freaking bus driver ups and leaves. Mm-hmm. I love how the teacher is just coming down and going, hey, should we come into the bottom of the bus? Like, do you know how to think for yourself? <laughs> it's is, like, it, that's, it's, is it safe up here in the storm? That's what dudes do to their wives. Hey, the baby just shit the diaper. Should Should someone change that? Or should he just sit in his shit all day? Like, why do you guys ask questions like that? What the fuck do you think, sir?
0: Uh, So Peter's got a plan that he's going to get inside the hologram, uh, which is also another really cool scene where he's bouncing around and webbing them all together and electrocuting them. That that Spider-Man versus the drones is is a real cool fight. Mm. Um, Lots of swinging around, and it just
1: it's a fast movement that...
0: Aesthetically pleasing.
1: Well, I mean, if you can tell what's happening, sure. Uh,
0: As soon as he gets the hologram to get taken down, uh, Agent Hill was up on top of the building ready to blast uh, one of the drones that was going to assassinate him. Yeah, I
1: really like this part. This felt very Nick Fury and, and Agent Hill. You got me? Boom. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. That was good. That was good teamwork. Yeah. Well, um, and
1: you know, the fact that he's just standing there at the window. Cause he knows she's got him. Yeah. I was like, okay, maybe I'm wrong.
0: Yeah. Just yeah, for, yeah. Just
1: for a split second. I'm like, okay, maybe something I'm misreading something
0: here. That was the only authentic scene between them.
1: Yeah, it, it really was.
0: Uh, and I love that Colby Smulders gets to be this part. Like I love her Robin's, in this role. Robin sparkles. Yeah.
1: It's not a very big part, though
0: no, it's not, but it is a very powerful role. Well, she's like the fits to his Simmons, yes,
1: and yeah i do I do love that um completely platonic male female team situation, yeah, like you don't get that very often in movies, ah. Uh, But you you can sense... It's like Coulson and May, except they ruined that and made them love each other. Yeah. But before, Coulson and May um, on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. were that way. Yeah, just... Just like I... Like, they both trusted each other so much that they never second-guessed.
0: Two highly competent people who have each other's back Mm -hmm. and know that each other's back is covered. Well, and
1: my favorite part is when someone comes in pretending to be one of them. Yeah. It's instantaneous that they, they know each other so well that it's instantaneous that they know something's wrong. Yep. Um, and I'm sad. I kind of, I like Colson and May together, but also I was really sad that they did that because they also did it with Fitzsimmons and they really needed to have one of them stay platonic yeah. and still have that connection with each other. Well, and- uh, That's a thing that, uh, you know, men miss out on with their stupidity so much.
0: That's the relationship we're supposed to see with Hawkeye and Widow, too, is that
1: 100%
0: trust.
1: But we don't get that.
0: Without the romance.
1: But we don't get that. The only time I ever saw that was when they were fighting to sacrifice themselves. Yeah. Uh, that that I didn't buy that at all in, until that moment. Yeah. They don't. These, the Marvel Universe does not do a good job of building now, relationships. They just say, hey, this relationship exists.
0: Because the comic books have time to build those relationships because it's a monthly magazine. Yeah. And the movies don't have that but time. But they do.
1: Because they knew that they were going to be making more than one fucking movie. So they have the time to throw in bits and pieces so that movie five, you go, oh, well, like this one time she saved him and this time he saved her and this time he knew a thing and she didn't really believe him, but she went with it anyway because she trusted him. You know, like all of those moments that build a real relationship that don't, Mean anything, one thing at a time, but like together build sure. There's enough time if if movies can do that in a two hour movie, then you can sure fuck do that in what you know is going to be a long series. Sure. And if it ends up not being a long series, what have you missed out by having them trust each other?
0: A couple of moments, yeah.
1: And and it's not like that's ever wasted. No. Um. um you know, like him having her back in a fight or.
0: Whatever. So while Peter is fighting his way to Mysterio, uh, Happy has taken the kids into the tower where the crown jewels are kept because this is the safe place. He was going to put them on the jet and get them out of there, but the jet got blown up. I'm pretty sure that
1: this whole crown jewel thing is not a thing.
0: Probably not. Uh, while they're getting, they're finding their way to the vault to hide from the drone, MJ decides to take matters into her own hand and snatches a mace out of one of the suits of armor. Um, <laughs> that was funny because <laughs> you don't expect
1: it to be that heavy. And then like it was so heavy, it hit the floor. <laughs> um,
0: but. She actually wrecks one of the drones with the mace, which is which is pretty badass. Give her props. Um, Peter fights his way to Mysterio uh, and then he has to have one more uh, illusion fight on his way to get mysterio uh, not as badass as the first one, but still pretty awesome. yeah, I thought it was really good his, it's
1: because he had to he had to find his Peter Tangle.
0: His spidey sense kicks in again and he's actually able to to feel through what's real and what's not. And he was he was wrecking house at this point. He was
1: using the force.
0: Sure. Um Bet gets so mad that he tells the drones to attack even though they're really close to him. Like Edith was not using all of them because he wanted they she wanted to keep him safe, mm-hmm. um, and he overrides that safety protocol and ends up taking a bullet to the gut.
1: Well deserved one.
0: Yeah. Um, but then he pretends to be dying, and Peter snatches him out of uh, out of the air uh, and stops him from shooting them. Uh, gets the glasses back, calls off the drones. And uh, Mysterio says he's got contingency plans. Um, the kids are now safe. MJ snatches up the mace and runs off to go help Peter. Finds him on the bridge. Uh, and they have a nice moment. Um, yeah,
1: well, she brought, she brought it just in case he needed it. Yeah. Because, you know, his only powers are swinging through the air. <laughs>
0: With the greatest of these. mm mm-hmm. yeah. um, Unfortunately, she's got the necklace now, but unfortunately it got broken. Um, I, I did
1: find a version, an MJ necklace version on uh, Etsy, and it's the broken version.
0: Oh, that's cool. She says she likes it better broken.
1: Kind of looks a little bit like a butterfly. Um, it was really pretty, though.
0: They, uh, they smooch a little bit and make a date. Uh, and then we start wrapping up the movie. Um, on the flight home, Ned and Betty break up because, you know, a man and a woman sometimes grow apart.
1: I don't understand. And then they're, but they're still friends. Yeah. What the fuck?
0: Yeah. They just decided it wasn't going to work in America.
1: Yeah, that was like a kindergarten relationship.
0: <laughs> Peter sits down, uh, Aunt May, and Happy. So that they can come clean about their relationship. Oh, this was another awkward fucking
1: <laughs> Aunt May's all, you know, you know, summer fling, whatever.
0: And he's like, "I bought you a ring, lady." Yeah. Yeah.
1: Happy's ready to settle down. <laughs> the uh, if you watch it twice and listen to each one of them, it gets worse. It's it's so awkward.
0: Their Facebook status is complicated. Apparently. (laughs) Um, Peter takes MJ for a swing across the city, and that was a really adorable scene also. Uh Uh-huh. I'm
1: with MJ. We are not doing that ever again. (laughs) That No. uh Uh-uh.
0: And then uh, then we roll credits, and Stacey's like, hey, wait a minute. I remember more from this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought... Well, I wasn't wrong, but I was. I thought that when they were on the that uh, sky bridge, you know, the walking thing, um, that uh, he was uh, live streaming it yeah. as it happened. Uh, but I was wrong.
0: Now, the first after-credit scene, they get done with their swing. Uh, they're going their separate ways, and the news comes on. Um, and J. Jonah Jameson mm-hmm. has received some footage that shows Peter, that shows Spider-Man killing the greatest hero of all time.
1: I mean, if this isn't a spoof of Fox News, then I don't know what it is. The, I mean, this is classic. Let me show you this video that we didn't even check to see if it was doctored or not. Yeah. Um, and it's complete bullshit, and all of a sudden this person you've never heard of before is the greatest of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck me.
0: Yep. Um, and Mysterio, in his dying breath, outs Peter Parker as Spider-Man. And Jonah calls for his head.
1: What is Jonah's deal with Spider-Man? I mean, he's like vehemently opposed to that boy's existence
0: yeah i thought i I told you this before in the comic books jonah's son is a um a test pilot for nasa mm-hmm. and he was going up on a rocket and somebody had sabotaged the rocket and jonah's son was going to die and peter parker saved him yeah and jonah was so embarrassed for his son that he started blaming peter that uh, spider-man and saying that Spider Man sabotaged the rocket so he could save Jonah's kid, so that he could look like a hero. And then he just he gets so involved in Spider Man as a menace that every chance he gets, he colors the the fake news.
1: I mean, look uh, at in the movies. He's just they don't give a reason for it. In the Not movie. really, no. And also, that's fucked. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just blame the bad guy? The one that actually did the bad thing.
0: Because his son was supposed to be getting a lot of notoriety and fame. And instead, Spider-Man did. Oh, so Spider-Man, Spider-Man stole the limelight from his son.
1: But didn't the bad guy that sabotaged the rocket actually do that?
0: Yeah, but that's too complicated for Jonah.
1: I mean, fuck me, people. I, okay.
0: Um, and then in our second after-credit scene, we already talked about it. Uh, Nick and Maria are driving in a car and uh, they unshape shift. It turns out they are scrolls. The scroll that has taken the place of Nick Fury, we have met before. This is Talos. you remember where we met Talos?
1: I remember that you told me.
0: <laughs> he was the leader of the Skrulls from Captain Marvel. Hmm. He was the one that they they reunited with his family on the ship. Yeah, okay. He is the he is the head scroll on Earth. Uh, and why these two are pretending to be Nick and Maria is because Nick Fury is on a spaceship orbiting Earth uh, on vacation, maybe, but also in charge. He seemed a little drunk and a little bit off and a little bit out of his own uh, mind.
1: Yeah. Do you figure that he thinks the only place he's safe to take vacation on a beach is in space?
0: I think that Nick Fury has decided that the biggest threat to the planet comes from outer space. And he's decided to focus his efforts on extraterrestrial threats as opposed to terrestrial. Space force then. Yeah, it's actually in the comic books. It's S.W.O.R.D., but I think they call it Saber in the MCU.
1: Not sabre?
0: No, not (laughs) sabre. It's another one of those very convoluted acronyms that, that get forced.
1: Yeah, well, but that's funny. Yeah. I can't even remember what S.H.I.E.L.D. stands for, but I know it's funny.
0: At one point, it was Supreme Headquarters... Espionage Investigations and Logistics Division, or something like that. Intelligence and Logistics Division. It's very forced, but they also changed it from Supreme Headquarters to something else. It, it got changed along the years, and I don't remember exactly what it is.
1: Okay. You kind of missed the point there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's far from home. Yeah. Uh, well connected to the MCU. I think it's a good continuation of where we left off after Endgame. Yeah. You well, know, we we spent a lot of time talking about the uh, the effects of the snap and the blip, um, and. and I'm I promise just, you we'll see more of that. I'm
1: just bugged that um, the other Avengers really should have perked up and said, hey, what's going on over there? Well,
0: but we we talked about that, right? They said Thor was off-world. Panther is, is taking care of, of Wakanda and his nation's responsibilities.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, War Machine is is still in the military, so he's... He's being wrapped up in, in military missions. Hawkeye's probably retired. We know Scarlet Witch is not in the right mind right now. will Well, well to and that we also soon.
1: know because of the Sokovia Accords, they can't actually jump in and help unless somebody requests that. Well,
0: I think the Sokovia Accords have been forgotten at this point. Oh, you think so? Yeah.
1: I mean, they still exist, so they're still... Like, you don't just decide, oh, we're not going to enforce that anymore. You have to go through a yeah. process.
0: I mean, we don't really know where Falcon, especially what, a global. Yeah, we don't really know what Falcon's up to. Um, and of course, Bucky is is running around, probably doing some good things. We'll we'll follow up with them before too long. Um,
1: yeah. So, what about Spider Man and the Sokovia Accords? Like, technically, he was breaking the rules
0: because he showed up. To fight on Iron Man's side, I have to assume he signed them.
1: But he's not following them, because in order for him to be, especially if he's in Europe, fighting some... Yeah, well, that's what I'm
0: saying. I think the Accords have been rescinded.
1: Well, it'd be nice if that got mentioned. It would be. Um, Because they don't just go away because everybody changes their minds.
0: Well, if you don't enforce a rule, it's not a rule.
1: Yeah, well, you can't have the rule still exist, because then, randomly, at any point, you could enforce the rule against people you don't like. Yeah. And therefore, for safety's sake, nobody would be breaking them. Especially considering all the shit they were doing to people when they wouldn't even sign them. Yeah. It was kind of a big deal.
0: Yeah. Uh, Best part of the movie. Um,
1: what was the best part of the movie? Ugh. There were bunches of parts that I really enjoyed. Um, even Dad, I'm the hero. Okay. Uh, Not just for humor's sake, but for the forethought that Tony had to have uh, for the future funny he wasn't going to get to laugh at. I fucking love the shit out of that. Like, he did this in order to chuckle to himself about a possible future Yeah. where Peter's going to roll his eyes. It's funny. Um... And you know, I I liked um, the Samuel L. Jackson uh, and uh, uh, Colby Smulders interactions. Okay. Even though they weren't them. About you, what's the worst part?
0: I I think I think it's a fairly solid movie. There's not a lot to complain about, but. Some of the pieces felt a little forced. <clears throat> uh, we we went on for quite a while about Peter even getting Edith at all. Yeah. And I, I think that was a, a yeah. I
1: didn't like that
0: contrivance for the movie. Um. It, I also it doesn't.
1: It really doesn't track with how I think Tony would behave.
0: No. And. Happy's role in Peter's life is a little weird. Like, he's supposed to be the head of security for Stark Industries. Yeah. He should especially now be glued more than ever to Pepper and protecting her. And he's running all over the world playing with this teenage boy. Okay, well, i not put it that way. Um, Yikes. And macking on this teenage boy's aunt.
1: I think personally, the two worst parts were the gas station take all your clothes off demand. Okay. Yikes. Yeah. It wasn't even funny. As it it wasn't remotely funny. Um. And um. And J. B. Smooth and his weird.
0: Yeah, I didn't care for him in this movie at all.
1: Um. It's like the whole it's witches thing. I. It just felt like a 1940s character to me. Is that weird? And it's just because he's black. It just, he's like, oh, I'm a science teacher, but I'm also a moron.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he was only on that trip because he wanted a vacation. Like, he did not care about being a chaperone.
1: No. They had him taking drugs um sleeping through stuff and being a bad yeah. he was he was bad. His yeah. whole character was a caricature. Yeah. And I really didn't like it. I I'm always so weirded out that black folks take parts like this because it it they just feel so
0: wrong. I don't know. Well you know it doesn't feel wrong. That this is the end of the episode. That we need to put this on the list. Um, This is our 55th movie.
1: Oh, this is the worst part. I don't like this part. I really don't know where to put this movie. Because like I said, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't
0: great either. I don't know where to put it either. I mean, mm, maybe between the Ant-Man movies.
1: (sighs) Well, I would say this was better than the Ant-Man and the Wasp. I feel like they're probably on par with each other, really.
0: Okay, let's split oh, the two me. Ant-Man movies.
1: They're about the same amount of depth in the storytelling and emotion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't love the movie. I don't hate it. Um, I'd watch it again.
1: You know, it's funny. Uh, Zendaya is taller than Tom Holland. So he had to. They had to, um, like when he carried her.
0: Yeah.
1: They had to be careful about the way they landed because she would land and he'd still have like two or three inches to drop. <laughs> and I guess uh, it backfired on him a couple of times. So they had to like manage how they landed.
0: <laughs> that um, puts this movie at fifteen or fifty-five, which
1: yeah, maybe a little high. Maybe. Um. Yeah, but they have like a. They have a showman's. Uh oh. Two of them. They're like. Good for them. They've been together for a while now. Uh. People are really weird about uh being a being fans fans of their uh relationship. It's really super weird. Okay. Um. Because, like, to me, they're kids, and yeah. they should just not. They're probably, what, in their 20s or something. They're not kids' kids, but, like, they're our kids' age, so they feel like kids. Yeah,
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Feels weird. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. You look <laughs> at me like that. And simultaneously, I remember what. Question I'm supposed to ask you next, and I know that it's not going to be something I like. That little dimple pops up on your one cheek, and I know I'm in trouble. What TV show are we watching? Because I know it's a TV show.
0: Season three.
1: Oh, God.
0: Of The Runaways. Oh. We're going to go ahead and close that show out. (sighs) Jay. Only ten episodes.
1: Only. Only.
0: And we have to buy it remember this is the yes. one you can't get for free
1: flip and remember okay so what you should be watching instead of the runaways is the devil's plan
0: that was really fun
1: how many episodes was that 12 and how long did we
0: how long did it take us to watch that i'm embarrassed to say that we binged it in one day
1: okay but to be fair i'm getting over the flu and sitting up this long to make this podcast has been a fucking chore and a half.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So me vegging on the couch is perfectly okay. I don't know what your excuse is, but
0: I'm just a lazy old man.
1: Uh, you gotta watch The Devil's Plan. It doesn't. It doesn't. The title doesn't do it justice. It they they say that it's the mental version of.
0: The physical one hundred, yeah. yeah, which is
1: also a show that you should watch if you haven't seen it. Yeah, no. it's like Squid Game without murder.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a South Korean game show that's based on uh, intellect instead of physicality.
1: And the, when they say that, they are not fucking joking.
0: Yeah, if you can solve these puzzles along with the people on the game show, then uh, my. <laughs> That's what. Fuck you.
1: (laughs) Because if you can follow the rules of the games, fuck you. Uh, Because I was so lost. During two episodes, they started talking, and and then the rules just kept going and going and going. Literally, one of the games was where they changed the rules. So the game's rules were literally changing every five seconds. I, I really want to play some of
0: these games.
1: I would be willing to beat the shit out of you at the board game ones, like the, um, the Take It Over Territory thing.
0: That one looks so fun.
1: Um, but I just have the feeling that it's going to be like when we played uh, Risk, where I never fucking played with you ever again because you beat the shit out of me all the fucking time and I hate it. Like, there is no reason for me to play games with you if
0: you are going to
1: trounce me so fucking hard. Because you are a gamer, and my brain thinks completely differently
0: I've, from you. I love to manipulate rules.
1: I know, and I don't like that. And that this whole this whole show is nothing but... They, they, they're like, I don't know what's with the Korean people. Every time I see them in a game show, they're like... They're fucking changing the fucking rules... Whilst they're, like, coming up with their own set of rules inside the rules that are already existing. And I don't understand that. Just fucking play the game. Why are we sitting here at a table eating sushi for an hour thinking up our own rules? They already gave you the rules. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, when? what was the one, what was that game show, the, the Squid Game, the the real-life version of the Squid Game that we watched? Yeah. Where...